Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another brand new episode. Today's features returning guest, the fighting side. Had a lot of fun catching up with the guys at practice, talking about some brand new music. They just released two new singles today. Uh, so you can check those out on your favorite streaming platform and be sure to check out the video for Fires now on their YouTube and Facebook and stuff. So, uh, But you're going to hear all about them today on the show and we get into some talk about life on the road and so much more. Hope you enjoy this one. And I uh, do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps out there. All kinds of uh, tasty eats, your burgers, nachos, pizzas, uh, and uh, pretzels and salads and things. And uh, great live music every weekend on the patio. You got your uh, kicking off your weekend on Thursdays. They've been doing the Singo Bingo night. So Thursday, July 27th, Singo Bingo. July 28th, Friday night, Corey Clapper will be out there. And on Saturday, July 29th, Michael Scott will be at uh, Friendship Brewing Company 7 to 10. And on Sunday, July 30th, Josh Littig. Um, And uh, you've been hearing me talk about it, but they just recently opened up a brand new location just outside of Wentzville in Flint Hill, Missouri. Fly High is what they're calling it. And you can come out and... Join us for the brand new grand opening July 29th at the Fly High location. Uh, all day event going on with music and uh, games and everything else. And uh, you can catch Steve Kyle performing out there at Fly High 7 to 10. And uh, yeah, come on out and see what it's all about. Beautiful space. You got the brewery right there. You can see right the tanks where everything's brewed. You got a big old patio space. Uh, very unique dining um, setup with the uh, brand new Fly High Kitchen. We're partnered up with some of the folks over at Duke's Barbecue to bring you a brand new menu. Um, so come out there and see what it's all about at the brand new Friendship Brewing Company in Flint Hill, Missouri. Find all the details and info at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to plug in with them on Facebook and Instagram for more info. And uh, tell them Shane sent you. If you need anything else from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with The Fighting Side. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hi, this is Timmy from The Fighting Side, and you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guess that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. Kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the 
something that you live and direct from ground zero. Here's your hero, here's your bestie. Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with returning guest, Mm -hmm. The Fighting Side. Welcome back, guys. Hello! Hey! Uh, We got uh, some, uh, well, this this is always fun to be back down here at practice, uh, catching up and talking. Thanks for coming uh, by on our rehearsal nights all the time. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think we did one of these with some... uh, we had some linguine delivered uh, mid pod. <laughs> uh, we did. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. We've uh, we've had some good times down here. Big time. Um, and talking about a lot of new music every time we come down, and that's the case again today. So uh, I'm excited to dive into it with you guys. And uh, cool, man. I guess before we get rolling too far, let's uh, go around the mics and everybody introduce themselves yeah. uh, for those listening. Yeah, we got a few new faces, man. Um, I'm Brad Jackson. Um, Seth and I started the fighting side damn near a decade ago. Yeah, and uh, we're 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 still doing it. Um, but yeah, we we got a couple. We got we got Dave here, David Newman on guitar, and I'm the new guy. Yeah, kind of the new guy. I'm the new guy. I mean, yeah. I feel like you've been here a minute. Though, I've been here so. for a little bit now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still a few months. Guy, though. Yeah. yeah, I'm not the new guy anymore. <laughs> right, right. You're the baby. You're the baby. I'm Seth, and I'm the old guy. <laughs> I play guitar as well, and I'm the old guy. <laughs> I feel like the old guy. Yeah, you look like it, too. Thanks. Sorry, I didn't mean that. That was rude. God damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to be kinder. and you, Sure you are. And you're just throwing me these slow-pitch softballs. <laughs> yeah, I see here. that. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm Ben. I play bass. Probably the oldest new guy here. <laughs> yeah. I guess you are technically the old guy. No, I think I'm the old guy. Yeah, Dave. yeah, Dave's the old yeah, guy. Dave's the old guy. He, to me, you're all old guys. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, because this Timmy. is young Timothy. Yeah. 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 Young Timothy, Timothy the baby. Right. Little Timmy. Little yeah, Timmy. Little Timmy. My name's Timmy. Little Timmy. Uh, I play the drums. Been playing with you guys for about a year and a half now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I'm not the new guy anymore. Nobody's the new guy. I mean, Dave's the new guy, but <laughs> Ben's but the old guy. But it's been long yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and Ben's the old guy. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think the when we hung out last year, I think Ben was one of the new guys. Was ben was the new man. guy last yeah, year, yes. That was, so, I was so new, I had nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. was like now, two, yeah. two and a half years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Uh, last or something. That was right. Yeah. That was before our EP release party, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the last Fighting Side appearance on this show was uh, July 21 with uh, the. Uh, yeah yeah so. so that was that's right we released that ep coming mm-hmm. up on two years ago yeah, yeah man. wild and we're punctuating with new releases yeah almost uh yeah almost two years to the uh date man nice. right it's also, weird how we happen to come on whenever we have new releases I know, <laughs> right, you know what's just happenstance is that i just posted the thing the other day that was like it was like five days ago that was our album release party for our first album in 2017 Okay. Why, why do we release everything at the exact same yeah. time all the time? Wow, this is not uh, by design at uh, all. We, we're, we share just, we share a cycle. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. We're Moon <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what that's Blood called. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, Blood Brothers, man. 
No, it's wild that I don't know. That was yeah. an observation. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is funny. Like when you start, I mean, it's not like like I said, you're not really planning this out, but that's just the way it always keeps. It is the way it is. And like um, we're we're doing the new thing now. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't. I don't think any. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody that creates music loves the new thing. But the new thing is not putting out albums yeah. really at all. You record a song and you promote the song and then you release the song and then you record another song and you promote that and you do that kind of infinitely forever. Yeah, you forever. Know? Um, and we're on, you know, not like a, we don't want to, uh, we're just, we're, we're working toward that album in the sky yeah. and we're just, I think we're, I think as we write them and as we love them and as we record them, we're probably going to float them out and then, so we're going to do it a little bit different now. Yeah. Hopefully we're not just releasing every July. We release perpetually forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the, the key. I think, I mean, I, you know, again, I don't know anything. I don't, I don't think anybody really knows the, the real answer. It's just, everybody's trying to figure it out right now. Cause everything's changed. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, that's kind of the, seems to be a good method to, uh, continually stay on everybody's radar by constantly releasing new material. You know, it's like, Instead of promoting a record and then disappearing for a year right. or whatever, you know, or constantly trying to plug that same record. Totally. Hey, here's a new song every month or every, you know, eight weeks or whatever, you know. And so. I do get it to a certain extent because I think the the process is like a really just a big part of it in terms of like, you know, when you put out an album, you know, your entire thing is like you're essentially taking a as like a working band, as a, as a band that tours, plays gigs, writes original songs, you basically take like what a year or two snapshot of everything that right. you've written and finalized and road tested. And then you put it together and then you sort of hope that it's received as this body of art. But you think about how it's really the only standard set for that. Like imagine going to a painter and going, we don't want to see your paintings until you've got 12 of them. Right. Like it's kind of a wild concept to go, you know, until you have a whole gallery that yeah. we can walk through. It is a, it is a little nutty concept to think about, you know, and so you wind up putting out, you know, every album has a song that you're maybe not that crazy about, but you need it because it's filler or whatever. I don't know. It's, well, a, it's kind of an attention economy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like everybody wants to put out content, content. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. I think it's uh, funny too. Like in the other medium, you're talking about like art, uh, you know, painters and stuff. Like I think about like uh, it's like the opposite for comedians. Like like where they got a they put out a special and then everybody wants like doesn't hardly want to hear that material ever again. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like and then they move on to the next you know our material. Totally. And I mean, it is one of those things. It's like if you've listened to stand up comedian special and then you go see them live and it's they're just torn on the right. special. You're like. I've heard all these jokes. Yeah. Like, I'm going to laugh along oh, with man. them, but I already know the yeah, jokes. Yeah, but I'd rather that than, man, there's one comedian I saw a couple of years ago, and it was before the special came out. They're, you know, they're working their material out, and it was the very first, <laughs> it was the very first show of their tour. I'm not going to say who it was, but it was like, they're reading from. <laughs> oh, like they hadn't really worked they, out the they material. Had all their jokes written down, oh, no. and they were like, <laughs> they were just reading from it totally. and they had to wear glasses and you don't see this person with glasses on ever. <laughs> and it's just, I it was awful. That's a norm. I don't, I don't, I'm not in tune with stand up comedy enough to know, like, you know, if you lived in LA or Chicago where it's like huge, yeah. that's where like huge comedians are working on their materials. Are they doing that? Are they going out with like a 
I th- I think it's like maybe I don't know I don't know how it is for, I'm like not a maybe comedian. an open mic night but probably not the first night of tour. But this <laughs> person is like, like I talking have, about F it we'll do it live. I, I feel like this comedy person, doesn't work like that. I feel like this person maybe like workshopped a little bit of stuff yeah. and was like I'm gonna make this my hour long show that I'm gonna tour on. And St. Louis is going to be the first place I stop. Totally. And I don't remember my jokes. I'm going to burn this one on St. Louis, and by <laughs> but, the end of the tour, we'll film a special. But <laughs> from what I've from what I've gathered about comedy, like coming up with 15 minutes of material is like yeah. it, almost the same ratio as like coming up with uh, an album for a band. Totally. As far as how hard it is to do, but I don't. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm a pretty funny guy. Um, yeah, you do. It, and if I, yeah, yeah, see, see, Seth's the comedian over here, guys. See, he knows everything about comedy, and he is the comedy. Oh no, uh, I think if I had to write it all down, I could. Well, what would happen is I would write down four hours worth of rambling nonsense that I thought was relatively You'd funny. Just be on a diatribe, and then probably the about five minutes of that would be comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so you're see, probably right. What I do is I come up with a funny thing, and I say it out loud and one person laughs and then I make sure that everyone I know hears that same funny thing. Yeah, because you're like, ha, ha. you guys remember? And then you remind everyone, remember when I said that funny thing? <laughs> and yeah. nobody laughed. Totally. I was, I was a little heartbroken. <laughs> you know, I've never watched, have you ever seen those Letterkenny, the the quick short? Do you guys watch Letterkenny? I watch Letterkenny. Start. Okay. Yeah. The thing, the, that Let's one video it. that I sent you, that's my, that's my favorite joke and I don't even know yet. I don't even know yet because I'm not into letter Kenny deep, but it's literally just when he says that he tore his, his nutsack open doing a skateboard trick. And then he says, I would be more concerned about seeing my seminal vesicles. And then he says the Florida state seminal vesicles. Yeah. <laughs> and then they move on. They and don't react. Yeah, at and then all. Later he says, I thought it was pretty funny when I said Florida state seminal vesicles, but no one laughed. And that is hands down because I thought it was pretty funny when he said seminal vesicles too. Yeah, I so do see. Too. We know what's funny. I laughed. Nobody else does. I laughed, so Wayne. Yeah. You, you guys are the only two funny people. That's is that what's going on? I yes. think so. I get it. That's what's been going on. That's why we call, him dry, we call him dry Timmy. We call him Dry Timmy. It was Young Timmy, like five it's minutes ago. Young Dry Timmy. <laughs> young Dry Timmy Ben Shapiro's wife Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Just dry, <laughs> dry Timmy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we, um... It was a Ben joke. It was a Ben yeah. joke. I do have my, my jokes in the writing. Yeah. We got, uh, some brand new music on the way. Um, we do. And, uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, let's start with, uh, Fires. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Fires, uh, due out on July 22nd to your favorite streaming platform. That's and right. Everything, but, uh... Let's uh let's get into uh this song. What's uh Yeah. What do you guys um, tell me about this track? Fires is I I don't know, you know, is this is this the official story of Fires? Like uh, the one that well, I tell when I'm when we're playing it live. I guess so. I'm not sure. It's I mean, yeah, I mean the long and short is just uh, I, my favorite joke about writing songs on did we, Shane, we've been through this like three or four times. Can I talk about this candidly or do I need to use code? You can say whatever you want. Okay, so being high on mushrooms <laughs> is um, one of those things where it's like you feel so profound. You feel like you have had the world's most grand epiphany, and you write it down, and you look at it the next day, and you're like, 
Like you're just, it just always feels like you're like, I, I guys, I wrote this poem one night and Meryl, I sent it to Meryl. I, uh, to my girlfriend, I wrote, I sat on my front porch and I wrote a poem about how the earth uses the wind to speak to us. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense. The next and I sent it to Meryl who was not on shrooms at all. And she was just in the house like, <laughs> like just, and what periodically sends me that poem back to me <laughs> in my other life to shame me. Um, and it was this good in, girl. It, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much perfect. But in this specific story, um, I was very new to, uh, mushrooms in general. And we had, we had eaten them with groups of people several times. And I, um, was so dead set on the fact we, we, we went on this camping trip and the stars were the most beautiful stars you've ever seen. It was just a good night for it anyway. And the, everything was perfect. The vibes were perfect. Everything was wonderful. And then we went home and I immediately got it in my head. I want to do that exact same trip again, but I want to go totally by myself with no other people. I just want to do this. And so I drove out there. I set up my little tent. I did my entire thing. And it was like the shittiest, foggiest, most awful night ever. Um, there were weird sounds. The coyotes were like hunting the entire time. So we're, we're just distant animals screaming a lot. And, and then I bought this, those things that change the flames from orange to like blue and green or whatever. And I threw that in the fire and I'm just peeking and I can't see four feet around the fire. And there's just like terrible sounds everywhere. And the fire is green and blue and awful. And I just wound up going inside. I took Loretta, the little short bus out there. And I just wound up going in the bus and I spent the entire rest of the mushroom trip <laughs> inside the bus in a field an hour and a half away from St. Louis, which was, you know, whatever. But at the point I, I, I was trying to feel, and it was probably just cause I was tripping mushrooms. And I was like, man, these flames are really bright, but there's no heat. And then I was like, that's the most profound thing I've thought that I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. And I wrote it down and then the next, and, and, and all the lyrics to the song too. And then the next day I looked at it and I liked it. And I was like, I don't remember writing this down at all, but I, it's not terrible. And then I brought it to the band and then they made it like a cool rock and roll song. Yeah. And so it's like, probably, I, I guess I can't speak for, cause people write songs on drugs all the time, you know? Uh, but for me, it's the one time that I'll ever write a song on mushrooms that pans out in real life. Yeah, period. And that's, that's the whole story about fires. Although it is, ultimately meaning wise or whatever the entire song is just about the idea that when you share your ness your your what makes you you your when you when you keep your fire real high and you advertise who you are like people sort of steal your flame a little bit you know and so the song is really about keeping your fire low and and for the ones that you love and protecting your emotional energy and the best way i can say it is like counting how many fucks you have to give and <laughs> And who you give them to, I guess, <laughs> you know, is that going to get you an E rating? Sorry. Oh, that's all right. I'll Explicit. Put, I'll put, uh, one it's on in G. One. Yeah. 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 It's in G.
side of what you got but you guys do have a lot of a lot of different sounds but i like when you mix a little bit more of the rock in with yeah. that and this is definitely one of those uh, good examples of that and uh even uh kind of starting off with the drums i i kept waiting for kind of like a you know uh hey oh let's yeah, go. Nice. it's, it's, it's fully like, implied uh, i like right, that you know it's like uh just uh i feel like that's a good even if you yeah. guys wanted to uh, you know do improvised totally. stuff like I mean, there's a lot of options you guys could, you know, mash up and then yeah, absolutely put, do different stuff with it. But totally, yeah, no, it's a it's a really good classic rock and roll song. Yeah, but it's uh, it's fun, man. A lot of energy, and uh, uh, it's cool to hear that uh, story uh, that inspired it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this uh, again available uh, on uh, July 22nd, and um, so keep an eye out. Uh, and uh, we are. Uh, working on a possible music video for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to it I don't I haven't wanted to like fully promise but the music video should debut on the 22nd yeah. as well. Is the goal. So keep an eye out, be sure to click subscribe on uh YouTube and stuff and Totally, yeah. follow along on Facebook and Instagram for more info. Um but uh you guys are gearing up to hit the road to uh celebrate these songs uh coming out and uh share them with some uh, friends around the country. So uh, you guys want to talk about uh, this a little bit? Yeah, I think we're going to going down to Tulsa in a couple of weeks. Yeah. For a few shows. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. A few shows in Tulsa. Maybe another stop. Yeah. So the, um, yeah. Can I talk about Bobby for a second? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about Bobby? We love Bobby. Bobby's great. I know. Um, a good friend of ours, um, Bobby Orkut, Bobby Dean in Tulsa is, is our, um, has created a low road. Uh, I, I don't honestly low road booking and management kind of thing. It might be low road artist management. It might be artist solutions. It might be something cool like that, but it's low road. Um, and it's a booking and management firm. And, uh, we were super happy to be signing up, signing Bobby on as our manager and agent in all forms and stuff. So, um, with that, we have like an entire reimagined, uh, life plan where we're just getting out more and doing more stuff and playing, um, hopefully bigger festivals and a lot more things where, you know, where we can, uh, really meet, meet a lot of new people kind of thing or whatever. So the big plan is on Friday night, the 21st, we're going to Tulsa to play at low road headquarters. Um, and we're going to do like a big fires launch party. The entire thing is it's a, it's a fires release party, but it's also Bobby and I's, um, like, his birthday is a couple days after mine. So it's our joint birthday party and weed is like super, all kinds of legal there like it is here. And so we're going to have a joint birthday Uh party sponsored by fires. (laughs) See what I'm saying? It's all fires and joint and, you know, and so, yeah, we're going to get really high at low road headquarters. Um, and release this, release these music. They're going to be doing live t-shirt printings there. And, um, I'm not thinking anybody's, you know, if you can get to Tulsa, yeah. get to Tulsa. This is going to come out that day, right? Tonight. Yeah. Get to Tulsa tonight. <laughs> get to Tulsa tonight. <laughs> Hurry up. Uh, the party's in Tulsa this evening. It's probably going to be really temperate. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little warm, you know, <laughs> dress cool for the road trip to Tulsa tonight. Um, but yeah, that's the entire plan. And then Saturday, uh, we have another show in Tulsa and we're doing just a kind of making a little weekender out of it. Nice. It's going to be good. Yeah. Hell yeah. But we're stoked to get down to, um, Tulsa to get to Tulsa yeah. headquarters to visit our friends, you yeah. know, you'll be living on Tulsa time. Yeah. Ben, you remember when we went to Tulsa last, you remember how they greeted us in Tulsa? Bobby. Yeah. You remember? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Timmy, were you in a joint? Cross joint. Cross joint. And do you remember specifically what he said? He was like, the fighting side was coming. I had to get a cross so joint. I went to get a cross <laughs> joint, and it 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 destroyed me. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I had to go yeah. spend some time on the bus. I, just, I don't know. Wait, I think you spent some time on the swing for. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, I did yeah, swing yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. you did do some swinging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea that there's anybody in the world that's like, oh, the fighting side's coming. Get a cross joint. <laughs> I don't know why that just. I want to be synonymous with cross joints everywhere we <laughs> that's go. That's a bumper sticker. Yeah, right there, totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we love going down there, man. Yeah. We're we're super stoked to, to. I didn't know that you'd met Bobby see the, previously already. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So Bobby was always the guy who um, he was the owner of Mercury or part owner of Mercury Lounge for many years, many years, and then um, so in all of our history of playing there and whatnot, Bobby and family have always been really, really good to us. Bobby's going to get us a show at a chicken restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Oklahoma City, right? Some, or somewhere. somewhere in Oklahoma, we're going to yeah. be playing at a chicken restaurant yeah, someday. Man. Yeah. That's my dream. That's, You're more yeah, excited that's, about, that's about the Apex. chicken than you are about playing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Two birds, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In one of our earliest so. meetings, he was like, we could try to get you guys at so-and-so's chicken. And I'm sure that probably on the level, it's probably like a a really great like road stop attraction with like a really professional stage and like really, you know, I'm sure it's something like that. Right. But I think we're just trying to imagine that it's kind of just a yeah. little chicken we were, joint. We were on a Zoom call. Yeah. And I was giving my kid a bath doing yeah. it. And he said something about chicken restaurant. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> right. Book that one. You dropped your kid into the bathtub. <laughs> what chicken? Ben likes his chicken spicy. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Four fried chickens and a Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's the, we're going to, um, it's it's basically just one of those things where it's like, you know, you always, um, you know, bands, we've been DIY for the better part of a decade. Um, and when you can get, you know, it's it's always really hard to like, Anytime that you want to hire a manager or an agency or whatever, you're essentially like kind of taking your sort of vision of what you've been doing for a long time and putting it in somebody else's hands. And the thing, it's not like that at all in this case, which is just like, it's a, it's a collaborative effort with like somebody that like that gets it, that knows right. what we're trying to do. Um, and it, I don't know, it's just been, it's going to be a cool thing, man. I'm really excited about where they're going. <coughs> yeah. And uh, excuse me. It's okay, buddy. You okay. And just said, I'm choking Seth just on a cross joint over there. Seth just choked on. Did you just light a cross joint? No, it's yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're, I, su uh, we're super excited about the whole low road thing, man. It's a, it's a. I know we've uh, talked uh, in the past about your guys. Uh, you know, you guys do uh, get out there and try to do some weekends and some road trips, uh, yeah. touring oh, yeah. and stuff. And uh, I always like to kind of get your guys uh, take on some some snacks uh and uh oh, i know i know we went into a uh, kind of a deep dive on bucky's at one time i think oh yeah and uh but uh i have a bucky story all right it's not really a great story <laughs> uh-uh so you're gonna have to listen is this to the it. story of the time you shit yourself at bucky's <laughs> no oh okay shit. oh not what? that one oh, okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> What the? Well, now we need to hear that one again. No, it's I fine. I never shit myself at yeah, Bucky's. He has uh, never shit himself at a Bucky's, guys. It's wink, never happened. Wink. It's never happened. You can quote No, I, I, no I, I was just recently on a road trip. I was down in North Carolina uh, visiting friends. And uh, I told my girlfriend about Bucky's and how it's this crazy ass thing. And the only time I had been to Bucky's is on like band trips, and we usually roll in like in the middle of the night or mm -hmm. something, and it's like just this vast, it's the thing. single greatest oasis and it's in like, the desert of like, nighttime it's, highways. It's dead, so though, what's, and what's we can Bucky? just kind of like prance around and like shoplift stuff or not shoplift stuff. But, yeah, you don't and, uh, shoplift from Bucky's. Not from Bucky's. <laughs> not from Bucky's. Uh, just from small mom and pop businesses. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> Gotta hit him where it hurts. <laughs> if you're gonna uh, do it, man. <laughs> but but we went. We I'm like. Hold on. Let me let me. No, 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 okay. No, no. Okay. Dave doesn't know what Bucky's is. He just looked at oh, me and he asked uh, me what Bucky's did, was. Bucky's and is, I feel like we have to have the like context. The, is like it's like a gas station, but it's like bigger the, than freaking Walmart. It's about the size okay. of Walmart, uh, and they have they normally they have like 600 pumps. I've seen these things. Okay, yeah, yeah, you can There's like a see them from over the horizon. Similar, yeah. it's the, a Wally's is a smaller version of Bucky's. Yeah, a smaller. Uh, it is smaller. Yeah, and Bucky's is like a it's a super center. And when and almost every time, I don't know. I've been. I guess I've been there a couple times during the day. But normally it's nighttime. Like you have to pee. I think they set it up to where like they 
force close every gas station within like a 72 mile an hour or mile radius so that you come in out of gas because you're always like really low on gas and then you're like where are we gonna stop and you come over the hill and it's the shining oasis (laughs) of exactly and then you you know you come in especially in the middle of the night and you come in those doors and it's just like and there's just people in there like chopping brisket It's and like, like make it's it like, like it's it's every, a whole it's like ecosystem a whole city in inside inside <laughs> yes. a pop up building. It is, but man. like I went, I, so I they was make fudge there. Yeah, and they, I wasn't exactly like expounding the virtues of Bucky's, but I was like, Bucky's is like this whole thing, and we stopped there on the road before, and it's got like everything you would want. And so we stop at Bucky's at like two in the afternoon on a Sunday, and it's just mayhem, havoc, mayhem. crazy, like line for like two miles from the actual entrance and it it i don't know the people i was with were like why do you like this uh, why yeah. do you like this horrible totally just fucking it is it is pretty just, funny but i think it is just it's such an experience yeah. i guess yeah. it's it's not a good experience at that time of day. <laughs> that's also very fair and you have to imagine, like, at a time of day like that, when they're packed like that, they're, like, they're not just, n- none of those people are just, like, commuters. But you yeah, also have like, to figure it's like, like, you can't even, like, get, you can't even, no. you don't have any personal space. Right. Everyone's just, like. It's rough, yeah. yeah. Shoulder to shoulder. And out and trying to walk in this giant place, and it's, but, you know, at well, 11 o'clock at night, it's cool. Yeah. yeah we yeah. went to, uh, uh. I can't remember the town now, but went to this like big uh, ATV park down towards like, I think it's like Knoxville yeah. or somewhere out around there, uh, you know, in, in uh, Tennessee and giant, uh, I don't know, like three, 200 acres or something like that yeah. or, or whatever, just ATV park. Right? And like, uh, and we're cruising. It was uh, my buddy's bachelor party and uh, we rented a, cabin and we were hanging out playing and uh running the hills and having a good time all weekend and then uh we were on the way home we stopped at uh, bucky's yeah uh and got breakfast and it's like you know i think five in the morning or something yeah. silly we were up there and you're talking about brisket uh yeah. there's a guy literally you know, as soon as i walk in the door Fresh brisket on the block. That, that's what i'm yeah, saying yeah, man yeah, they like, throw it out there on the yeah. block and they're like chopping the dice like, and you're like dude <laughs> yeah it's yeah. the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I just like it. You know, that's like, you know, heaven right there. If you walk into a place at five o'clock and they got fresh brisket. I mean, go, I'm here for it. How could you refuse? Yeah. I know. Right. I know. <laughs> the best thing, though, is beaver beaver nuggets. No. Um, and the poor, most poorly named product. <laughs> big corn puffs. Um, well, listen, it's, it is. They're fried corn puffs. It's like a whole thing or whatever. But I, and I, and I think you literally just take corn and you just throw it in like super hot oil, right? It, because it's not popcorn, it's like fried. But it's it is like, corn. It's it, puffed corn. I don't know. That's is a what they call it. Thing. Um, yeah, and yeah. I know people in Texas that make it and they're like, I make my puffed corn just like Bucky's. Just <laughs> like Bucky Beaver set Nuggets. The standard? They did. Beaver Nuggets is like the standard. Okay. And I'm sure they like killed or purchased the recipe from a sweet old woman. <laughs> they might not have killed her. They might have just purchased it. Is or Bucky's like, I've been to Wally's. I've never been to Bucky's. But- 
when so you walk Wally, into Wally, Wally is a like, knockoff of Bucky in, sure. in literally every capacity. Okay. Well, like, like, what is it's Wally? Like, it's like Twilight Zone, though. Like, Wally, you walk in and everybody's Wally so happy. Wally is a moose, isn't he? Is Wally like, a moose? Or am I just thinking of... It's, uh, just, it's, it's definitely like another woodland animal, for <laughs> sure. Like, And then their entire thing is they have like a whole lineup of like woodland creatures... Is, like is that? Are you thinking of family vacation? Yeah, I think yeah. I'm. Is it the theme park? Yeah, the moose is, is, is Wally, is Wally not a moose in the uh, gas station? Wally iteration? from the gas station is a woodland creature, but I don't know what he is. <laughs> I just know he's a woodland creature. Yeah, if I remember. You, uh, call in, in if you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. On the topic of snacks. Yeah, we've got. Yes. So ever since I've been playing with you guys. Yep. Like every time that we, every city that we've gone to. Oh yeah, it's been country fried steak. Country it's like a huge steak. thing. For us. Oh, yeah. At least country one day of the of the trip, we all get country fried steak. Country fried steak. And there was this one really funny weekend where we had our friend Corey yeah. Uh, yeah. was filling in, uh, uh, playing lead guitar with us, and he's like a gym guy. He's like really healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's that guy. He said every day he eats a bowl of oatmeal and goes to the gym. That's, yeah. So we were all we went around the table. He said specifically. He said, "I wake up in the morning, I um, I make a bowl of oatmeal." I eat the oatmeal, I poop 15 minutes later, and then I go to the gym. <laughs> and then he, he goes in, and, but he also wakes up at like six in the morning, That's right? Or something. And then he's like, and by nine o'clock in the morning, he's like, I feel amazing. He's like, I love the way it feels. I'm, and I'm like, I'm sure that it sounds awesome. great, man. Just being healthy, yeah. being a healthy person. <laughs> yeah, being a, oh, you're talking about being a healthy guy? Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds cool. We went around the table. It kind of made us all feel a little, uh-huh. a little bad about ourselves. It was like, She's like, what can I get you? And it's biscuits or, uh, you know, yeah. country fried steak, country, country fried steak, steak, country fried, fried steak, steak, country fried steak. And he like rubs his hand together and he's like, I'm going to treat myself. Yeah. Can I get one pancake? <laughs> yeah. And we ordered one pancake and we all just kind of looked at each other like, wow, we're just piles of shit. Just for the <laughs> record, I did not feel like a pile of shit. <laughs> right. I know. In my I head, felt I'm like, like he was nerd. a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Missing out. Loser. Have fun pooping your pancake out. <laughs> I'm good to go for the rest of the trip. <laughs> I gotta poop in days, <laughs> sucker. Now I'm starting to figure out that Bucky story. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where, that's where Seth comes from for sure. Um, oh, okay, so one of our biggest things, especially within the last couple of years, um, is that if if you're going out, if you're going out south, and if you're going out west. There's a Lambert's in either direction. Oh, Lambert's. And we are throat rolled gang for days, yeah. dude. Like Brad loves uh, uh, mac and tomatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could, I could talk for ages yeah. about macaroni and tomatoes. <laughs> um, no, listen, man. I'm not, trying to make, I'm not trying to make this a public thing, you know? Lambert's. But what is with the mac and tomatoes, man? Every... Just... It's fried up. They have fried okra. They have potatoes okay, okay. and onions. Wait, 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 They're salty. Potatoes and onions. Just making mac and cheese, hey, man. Slow your roll, Bradley. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Okay, when you go to Lambert's, you or if you don't know, pass around. Uh, yeah, you order the food, but people probably know. And if you don't know, come on, man. Google it. Yeah, Google <laughs> it. But you go to Lambert's, you order an entree, and then once you've ordered your entree, they throw rolls at you and they bring what's called pass arounds, and it's just bowls full of stuff that they'll just scoop onto a napkin in front of you. They don't even care. <laughs> I mean, for real, they don't. They don't care. Yeah, they'll that's put it. How you take it? It's exactly. Like you lay out your paper towel or whatever, and then they come through with just like spoonfuls of like sorghum and just put it all. It's it's whatever. And the pass arounds are 
uh, Black Eyed Peas, which is the only one that's like even a little questionable because the rest of them are super dope or whatever. And Black Eyed Peas rule. I love yeah. Black Eyed Peas. And so it's Black Eyed Peas. It's potatoes and onions, which is like hands down the best ever. They're and so it's like good. greasy and dense. It's like just good. A little whatever. too salty sometimes. A little too but salty. But then man. fried okra. Yeah. And then okay. the rolls. And then macaroni and tomatoes unseasoned macaroni unseasoned it's just a bowl full of boiled noodles with tomatoes mixed in (laughs) like and it is like tomato dice it makes no sense and we have this entire theory that the macaroni and tomatoes person is like the person who's either about to get fired or was just hired like (laughs) like you you have to work because. Well, I had a theory that every, it was their best person because they, they need to get the best guy mac to sell and tomatoes, mac yeah. and tomatoes. Yeah. But to me, it's just like, like a given that, like. The owner's kid? Oh, yeah, or something, maybe, yeah. <laughs> We're putting you on mac and tomatoes yeah. today. But to nobody's going to like want it. Fried okra guy, come, yeah, don't worry. Nobody's getting any. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you come, like, fried okra, ooh, you know? You've got to see it. Roll, you're like, throw it at me across the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right. Macaroni and tomatoes, you're like, get the my face, dude. Like, where'd you come from? Well, you said to the poor girl when she brought, she goes, mac and tomatoes. And you go, yeah, I would love some mac and tomatoes. You're so good at your job. Did, did you say mac and tomatoes? So I'm yes, controlling the please. mac and tomatoes person. The poor girl is like a 14 year old, you know, first job. It's like this guy clearly mac loves mac and, mac and tomatoes. tomatoes. I would That's love why it's still there, man. <laughs> Because there was that one time that people guy, are eating it. You're ironically. complaining about it, but you're perpetuating it. <laughs> there were like there was that one time where I asked that guy. And he, remember, he like flipped like we can't get rid of it. <laughs> that was the day that they were thinking about it too. Like, oh man, this guy loves it. Oh my god! But also, <laughs> Shane, we um we we upgraded buses. Yeah. Um, and so I want to think. I want to say that the last time we were on the show, we had maybe had we purchased the big bus yet. Because I remember we had just done that little tour. We I met, don't think so. We met Aspen. Uh, yeah. That was that whole tour. And we were still in the small bus we at that in, time. Yeah, the small yeah. bus. Yeah. And so after that, we went from our 20 feet of little tour bus to 42 feet of tour bus. And so we're in Loretta 2 now. More and Loretta bus, 2 is a, is a is a, a sexy babe. She's she's beautiful. Um the the very back of Loretta too is our gear storage. Right in front of that is our bunks where we can sleep on the road. Right in front of that is our kitchen equipped with refrigerator. And the reason why I bring that up is because well, you gotta ref- put the chi- chicken fried steak somewhere. You well, know. you have to, yes. But the refrigerator <laughs> so put it there and then has leave changed it there our snack that. game completely. S- smell it the next and time it, we go and on it, the road. It it takes a, a small time touring band like us. And it gives us the ability to go grocery shopping before right. a tour. And that is the most game-changing shit. Um, yeah. Instead of, like, running through Taco Bell, we can just make a sandwich. And it's a – it rules, dude. Yeah. It rules. Yeah, it rules. Um, Seth, what do you normally bring? You normally bring a bag full of I, – I don't eat gas station food, that's for sure, because <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Uh, We're probably gonna stay away from subways from now on. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I usually, I usually just Dave bring his first run. Makings yeah. for sandwiches. You know. That's, that's when we knew you were for I, us. By my, the way, my first, you know. Uh, yeah, my first tour with these guys. Tour. Yeah. If um, you want to call it, that's fine. I got violently ill. Yep. It was the we were just leaving town. <laughs> yeah. It was our first, like our first stop. 
And I got a sandwich from Subway, and I got violently ill, oh, no. like food poisoning or something. And he, and he played the set. And he played the set. With his back up against the wall. Yeah, second yeah, lean against I, the I wall the whole time. The wall I think you might have been hallucinating. I was, yeah, <laughs> severely dehydrated. And it was like the first show <laughs> out, too, when we were in yeah. Arkansas. You know what I mean? It was uh-huh. amazing. Can I mean, I, not amazing. It was a horrible experience for you. We also, immediately yeah. after he got sick, uh, we made it about another hour down the road, and then we blew a tire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of, like, the interior tires on our dualies or whatever, and so it, like, blew the other tire, and so we had to replace two of them, and we're in the absolute middle of nowhere, and we're calling everybody, and we find these two, methods. you know, people. Yeah, you know, they were methods. They I was going to say people of drugs. I was going to say people of questionable, you know, whatever, but they were absolutely methy and they come on the step up on the bus and they're like here's the deal man it's gonna be this and i was like absolutely not it's gonna be a a a fraction of what you just said um and luckily they were like okay you know so they (laughs) ran down the road and i don't i i think they maybe stole them off of another bus and then came and threw them on ours or whatever which was fine i think you confused him like you Um, just fast talk you were like we're gonna give you our shredded tires in exchange for two new ones and we'll pay you a couple bucks (laughs) yeah it was kind of like he was like you said we'd get some money though right it was yes i don't know it was wild yeah and this whole time that this is going on and then they they have a buddy come do you remember like his teeth you remember that guy? The they showed up and he had perfect veneers. Yeah. His skin looked like he'd worked in the sun he every was, day of his was, life for his entire life. He was so life. weathered, but he, he has so weathered, but he had perfect veneers. It was wild. I haven't been able to watch like, he stood any there. actor in yeah, a movie think, since. Yeah, he stood there and he watched <laughs> them. About those veneers. He came to help. He told me he came to help, and all he did was stand there and watch he the did. entire yeah. time. He said they called him to come help. Yeah, they were going to give him a couple bucks, you know. And so <laughs> they just uh, they hammered on that on those bus wheels for like. It was like an hour and a half that it took them because they were having a hard time getting the old one off. Or I all feel kinds like of it was longer than and Well, in the entire half, time, really you were off. dying Dave at the time. Dave is dealing was, with this food poison. I, yeah, I puked over every square inch of that. I, I, remember, <laughs> I drove, we drove by that gas station did, like, again. Yeah, yeah. And I there looked at it. There the flowers all over yeah, the place. It was traumatizing <laughs> to see that place again. <laughs> yeah. True. And, uh. Yeah, but Dave played the show that night and then didn't quit the band the next day. <laughs> and so we were like, he's in. Yeah, he's ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Passed the test. Yeah, that would have that been the time, man. That would have been the time to be like, this This is not for me, guys. That was a tough trip. <laughs> um, Shane, do you yeah. eat... Uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do oh. you eat hard-boiled eggs from the gas station? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever had one. Would, would you? Like Quick Trip. Quick Trip has prepackaged hard-boiled eggs in their little... Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure it's not any worse than the other shit I eat at QT. Probably true. So, I mean, I, true. Uh, it's fair. I, uh, yeah. But, I mean, it's not my uh, go-to option. Totally. There, so, but uh, Dave, I'm not above it. Gas think. station hard-boiled eggs? And, you know, if it, if it was sealed in plastic, like it was... Sure. Packaged? Yeah. What if it's just in a jar full no. of like, juice? Yeah, that's, that, that was the thing. When he first mentioned gas station. <laughs> that was the one that Timmy got, those quail eggs. <laughs> that's that's like the one that, that, were, that, that started the whole rift because everybody had a different Pickled opinion. eggs in a was, jar. It was, it, they were like in like a plastic like a clear solo cup. Oh yeah, with like a little like, lid on it. It's the cup, like the gas station <laughs> like made the tape eggs. That was like oh, hard boiled. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that would be sealed enough. For I mean, it have like a freshness tag on it. I have you no qualms. Yeah. I yeah. will eat those eggs. I know. I did yeah. eat those eggs. Was, yeah, I, and you were fine. I was totally fine. It was the subway sandwich. It was the subway, right. and then it was the subway sandwich. Right. The gas station hard boiled so, eggs. Seth, you know my answer oh, to that. Uh, are you saying 
You would? Or are you saying everything in I the world eat, messes with I my stomach? There's no chance. Bit. Okay, first of all, I would never. I can't eat stuff from the gas station. That's right. It messes okay. with me every time. And second of all, I would not eat a hard-boiled egg made by anybody but myself. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair. He's got trust issues. Ben, I don't remember where where'd you fall in the I've got stomach issues. issues. Not, not from a gas station. <laughs> okay. Not okay. not with a group of dudes inside of a bus. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I appreciate so that. So it's ben. me and Timmy and about fifty percent Dave, depending so, on how it's packed. So I'm sorry, uh, okay. Shane. Your answer to that question. You said something like it was probably not worse than anything else I eat. Right. Could yeah. You? I remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, David Dorney. Oh, Dave Dorney. Yeah. So we uh, probably like in the height of like pandemic. Oh times, yeah, 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 totally. Uh, Brad and this guy Dave Dorney and I and uh, Brad's girl Meryl, we're all sitting outside and just talking about like how people have issues with the vac- vaccine. Vaccine, yeah. like oh, they're putting stuff in there to control our minds or whatever the fuck. And uh, that's how they get you. That's and how they and get we're, you. we're 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 talking for 5G. a good like fifteen minutes about yeah. how ridiculous that mindset is. Yeah. And uh, Dave is like kind of this like older kind of has like a grumpy demeanor. He's a, he's got <laughs> yeah. a heart of gold. I love the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but he's just kind of sitting there not saying anything. And then all of a sudden we uh, we say, "Hey, Dave, how, what do you feel about this?" Yeah. You know? And he said, "Shit." I guarantee you there ain't any more mysterious shit in that vaccine than what I'm getting off the roller of QT every day. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's yeah. like, bam. Yeah, that market, is the Dave. answer. Yeah. Market, Dave. That is some perfect, yep, some perfect Dave Dorney. That's a perfect Dave Dorney quote for sure, man. I, I, you I, met Dorney. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we did the BAM STL. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah, he totally. uh, was Santa. Yeah, he sure was. Dave yeah. Dorney's the best, yeah. man, in general. He's uh, questionable opinions about things i talk about it all the time but dave dorney's favorite cookie isn't if you said dave dorney what's your favorite cookie favorite cookie like think about it like number one whose favorite cookie isn't just a chocolate chip cookie like this is the best cookie right we don't have to get in okay let's go like you have chocolate chip like you have like like red velvets you have snickerdoodles you have like like a million cookies dave dave dorney's all-time favorite cookie and i'm not saying it's not a great cookie but is an oatmeal raisin cookie I ate an oatmeal raisin cookie two days ago, and I was I mean, like, "This now, see, this kind of sucks, but it's still a cookie, <laughs> and I bet Dave Dorney would love this." Right, right. Dave here has something to say about it. I think you're gonna say you love it, dude. Dave love oatmeal raisin. Listen, I love oatmeal raisin cookies. I, I mean, totally get it. Okay, Dave, I, you walk around with a potato in your hand that you cooked in the microwave <laughs> and take random bites off of it, I'm, and that's your lunch and dinner. I'm a simple man. I have simple tastes. <laughs> Plain baked, plain microwave potato in the palm of your hand. Potato on hand. Palm in that motherfucker. That's the meal. Do you salt it or put ketchup on it or anything? If if I'm feeling like like treating myself, I'll salt it. Or maybe maybe a dash of Tabasco. If it feels like cooking, salt If it feels like cooking, that's what I'll do. Dash of Tabasco. Uh, God. I was just. Uh, did you guys watch uh, Black Mirror at all? Oh yeah. There's uh, in the new season. There's an episode where uh, she's. Uh, it's got that uh, girl Annie from Schitt's Creek uh, mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the episode's called Jen, uh, Joan is awful, and uh, she's. There's a scene where she's like talking about her boyfriend's like 
cooking is so bland and then she like goes home and she like he's like oh my you gotta try this and yeah 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 and then she's like mm, is that salt yeah that got me that yeah. got me too i meant to tell you guys earlier that I, I did mention earlier to you guys but not on the podcast but my favorite youtube channel is probably a little bit old but it's called like me ranchito to something like she's she's saying like from my ranch to your home and she's just this she's just somebody's amazing abuela that just cooks the most amazing Mexican food on like this beautiful stove but in every recipe that she does she's a lot of them they don't subtitle I showed you guys the one where they do subtitle and so she's just running on and running on in Spanish and some of it you can catch and some of it you can't but there's always a moment where she says un poquito sal and she throws in this a grip like a, like she grabs this grip of salt she goes un poquito sal and she throws it in there and it's like it's like a salt bomb and that and in general in life really like ever since salt bay you know the salt bay the guy that sprinkles his fancy salt i've been a um and it, well, it was really i bought this pink himalayan sea salt and it came in a bag and so you just have to pinch and sprinkle or whatever. And so then I became a salt cellar person. You get a, it's just a little tub that sits by your thing and you take the lid off and you get your salt rather than dashing your salt, you grab your salt. And so yep. four or five times a week, every time I'm cooking dinner, un poquito salt, <laughs> just every single time, that's all. So I'm, I'm throwing a fistful of salt in yep. just about every I, that's And every meal I cook starts with onion and garlic too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. It, I mean, if you like, I don't know, I, I've worked, in kitchens and it's like you get really used to feeling how much of a season or salt or whatever something needs rather than like seeing it like that's how i i still in my home kit i haven't worked in a kitchen oh yeah my home kitchen yeah yeah, i just pinch salt and the biggest thing is so hard seems like easier to have an idea of what's going on there when you're putting it Taking it from your fingertips. Anytime I have to write down a recipe, I'm like, "Eh, eh, eh, pinch, you know? And I have like huge sausage fingers. So I'm like, what's a pinch? Like, (laughs) that could be, you know, the difference between a tablespoon and a teaspoon and all that stuff is crazy. But I also feel like the majority of things, the biggest thing about cooking for everybody, though, is that you have to like dumb down the spices. You know, when you're cooking for, I mean, I guess you don't have to, but I do on my potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you don't. Yeah, you have to like take out the spices. <laughs> like you have to, because yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people would eat like what me and my family eat and think it was spicy or yeah. really extra too spiced or whatever. You know, <laughs> those are the people that eat mac and tomatoes. Uh, those yeah. are the mac and tomatoes people. I agree, man. <laughs> That's why it's still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I said uh, earlier that uh, songs with a, a plural. Yep. And uh, we do have another one uh, due out on July twenty second. And uh, but if you've been following along with the fighting side, uh, this may be an old favorite. Uh, this is uh, but reimagined. Yeah. Yeah. This was a birthday present for Seth, and I only said that because I forgot to get Seth a birthday present, and then we were <laughs> at the studio recutting this song, which is something that he'd wanted to do for a long time, and I was like, Seth, this is your birthday present. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it's your song, it was, but you want to... Uh, the song is called Help Myself. Um, it was previously released on uh, our first album, Soggy Afternoon. Um, for various reasons, I was not really happy with uh how it turned out on the album 
Um, I, I, this, you know, we're, we're very collaborative as a band and this is one of the very few songs where like I came to the van band with this song written and it was a vision and all that. And I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm really happy with the fact that we redid it and it's, it, it completely is what I had in my head when I wrote this song several years ago now. Yeah. And so, uh, everyone just kind of kicked ass on it. When we originally cut our first record, we did it in a day, like in like an afternoon. We just did song to song to song. And for whatever reason, this was the song that we did last. We It was the one that we recorded last. I remember my voice was even a little shot. I had to go back in the next day and do vocals just for that <laughs> song. Yeah. Um, and it was just like we were, we were out of stamina, I guess, or whatever. And so we kind of... I feel like it's always been a vibey song, but we kind of phoned it in on that record, I guess. A little bit. But we were kind of like, we did it. Our yeah. time's done. You know, that we're out of time. We, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I think for years, Seth really wished that we had done it better justice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think we nailed it. I, I love the song uh, when it first came. I mean, like, I like the lyrics a lot and stuff. And, but I do uh, hear and now the reimagined, uh, updated version of the song uh it's you know beautiful man it sounds inc- sounds incredible All right. 
Recently, uh, just then, I was watching um, the new. There's a new Wham oh, yeah. documentary on yeah. Netflix, and uh, there's a there's a part where George Michael's talking about uh, recording "Careless Whisper." Careless Whisper. Yeah. And I guess they originally had like a demo of the song, and they were like pitching it to record label stuff, and they were like, "This sucks. Get out of here." And he believed in the song and like held on to it. Sure. Uh, they went and re- tried to record it and with some like big producers, like uh, some guy, uh, I can't remember his name now, but he, uh, you know, recorded like Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin yeah. and all this stuff. And like, and so he had like the best people involved and they still couldn't get the what he heard this song was supposed to sound like. Yeah, and so ultimately he scrapped what he he recorded with them. Sure, and he went and recorded it himself, self produced this track. Yeah, uh, got it went through a couple different horn uh, saxophone players to come in and play the part, and then this guy come in and nailed it the way he heard it. It's awesome. uh, so eventually, that's what we have now is what we know of. But it's like you know, just proven to what mm-hmm. Seth's talking about. This yeah. is, you know, he has a vision for what this song needs to be and, and not, sat, be not satisfied like until it's there. That's so. the way, man. Sometimes they keep you up at night. Right. They really do. Sometimes you just like you yeah. That was like with hymns on the last track was one of the only ones that I've ever come to the band. Like I I know what this sounds like in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also the furthest thing from a classically trained musician. Like the furthest thing. 
Um, I'm the furthest thing from a non-classically trained musician. <laughs> and so when I'm like, I'm telling you that the guitar needs to go, and the drums need to go, and that's how I'm trying to explain this to a room full of people. And I'm like, really, please make this happen, you know, and having a hard time with the converted, but it, it can keep well, you up at night. I will say, uh, Harbor Studios, uh, was very integral. Totally. In, yeah. In so, the, um, the song sound how it did. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, Tyler, you know, Tyler Armstrong from feel. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, friends with him on Facebook or whatever. And he posted a few videos of this studio that it was kind of a joint effort, uh, with, with this guy, Nick. Um, and it's out there on Nick's property and it's, it's essentially a, a garage. And I think we were going out there to record and Dave was like, man, there's a lot of really great studios in St. Louis. He's like, do we have to drive all the way out to Alton to record in somebody's garage? Well, like, I think you can hit like three with a rock from here, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, why are we going? Yeah, here? but, but they have, no, I know, but, 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 but you <laughs> get had, in there. We you went know, there for the magic, Dave. You, yeah. you, they have an amazing vibe set up in there. They, and Nick is a, is a killer producer. Yeah. Yeah. He um, got, he got what we were He understood for, immediately. immediately. He barely said a word. He sent us the first uh, a mix and he had thrown a couple layers and some background vocals into it and it, <clears throat> did we revise? I don't I mean, no, no, no. Oh, we did minimum. we had him take the backup vocals off of that first just thing a but, little bit. but we controlled small. but it literally like we were like knock that off of that part and it's part which almost never happened I mean he nailed the mix so perfectly and the room had the exact like when I say like when we play the song I like to turn the I like it just to be a little vibey it's just yeah. You know, and that place just had that, and it was the perfect room. Yeah, I was skeptical, but but all of my uh, yeah. fears were were uh, yeah 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 yeah. It, it was did a uh, great job. They're really a, nice, and it, it was a killer killer experience, man. Just in general with these two songs, because we cut um, fires over at Kalinga, which is the old Smith Lee with Ryan Torpia, and that was you know just it, it was such a a trip to go you know from such a, like an established uh, you know. Or, uh, you know, Smith Lee was a big, big mm-hmm. deal or whatever. And so to, between the two, you know, like high end pro level studio, sick, uh, like garage a, party. Like DIY yeah. Thing, I mean, we did, we did both things and we got being great, DIY though. Products. That, that garage had some of like the greatest Man. musical instruments. Oh yeah. So yeah. That's you know, the just, other thing is that Tyler's got all that gear. He's always put so much about his into that gear. place. Yeah. And then, yeah, Nick's doing, I mean, it's, it's all just, they're doing a lot of construction and they're doing it all themselves, but yeah. it just, man, it's a, it's a really cool spot out there. And, uh, we put a, uh, we have another date with them late August, I think, or something. Nice. So I think as long as they're doing it, we'll go out there and mm-hmm. cut with them every now and then, man, it's a, it's mm-hmm. just a really cool spot to very low pressure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, uh, one of the more important parts. I mean, like obviously gear and, and, uh, and product uh, <clears throat> sure. are always all very important things, but the hang yeah. and uh, everything else that goes with it, like is like super important. Know, right, right, yeah. you know, just finding good people you can connect with like that, and like totally, you can hang out for a couple of hours with, and like yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I also just, I mean, I like um, you know, we cut our first record at, at Gaslight, and we cut the second record at Fat Buddha, and now we've cut at Kalinga, and we've cut at Harbor, and we have a date on the books with. Um, uh, Red Pill, which is who does all the Sunvolt stuff, and, um, and Jacob Dietering, and then Brad Sarno works with them a lot and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that's some of our next releases that we have going on. Um, 
and I'm super stoked to get in there and see that studio. We've talked about recording at Sawhorse, and I just like seeing what everybody's got and yeah. finding kind of the, you know what I mean, like where you know. We're dating around. We're dating yeah, around. Right. That's it. We're yeah. just dating around. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, I don't think we're the marriage type. <laughs> I think, you know, if we want to, um, I think we might be like, oh, I got a got a spot in Memphis and a spot in Chicago and a spot at home in St. Louis. We're swiping right time. all over the place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we just. Uh, Give it left. I don't know. You know, it's funny because it's funny that it's called Harbor because like any port in a storm, you know what I mean? You know. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nailed it. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I told you guys I was really funny. <laughs> I said that at the beginning of this. <laughs> That's what's called a callback. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Stand up comedy. Is that what it's called? Is that called a callback? <laughs> it's whatever. You know what? Sure. Shut, shut up, Seth. Hey. Seth. Uh, well, this. We're getting uh, plugged in with the fighting side on your socials and uh, hopefully coming to a town near you this year. Um, And like I said, we got uh, all the back catalog up on uh, on there and you can get a physical and sure the shows yeah 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 so we got uh um, yeah we're we're we got a runs a little bit of everywhere we're heading to tulsa we're we're in arkansas we're going to memphis and chicago and um milwaukee and little rock um hopefully all by the end of the year uh yeah we wanted to do some iowa yeah, we got to do some Iowa. Yeah, some yeah. Iowa. Ben's entire wish list is in Iowa and Arkansas. <laughs> He's an exciting is, guy, like yeah, this. real, real <laughs> yeah. exciting. Fried guy. chicken, yeah, Arkansas. That's, that's it. Iowa. He's like, can we play um, the chicken joint in Oklahoma? Easy to please anywhere in Arkansas or <laughs> Iowa. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But by all um, means, if anybody's listening and you want us to come to your town, we'll yeah, come, totally, we'll man. So especially if you own a chicken shack, especially your chicken restaurant, man, for sure. But. Probably our next year, 2024, uh, is we're we're super focused on festivals. Yeah, we just want to play festivals all year, 2024, and that's that's a big part of what the what the new management move has going for us and stuff. And so that's like it's just access. And so hopefully you'll see us in a lot more towns and doing bigger, better things all the time. So yeah, you know, thanks for hanging. Yeah, man, absolutely. I always uh, fun to catch up with you guys and uh, and talking uh, about new music and stuff. So. Thank you for uh, sharing with me, and uh, thanks for having me out. And hopefully, we can do this again soon. Cool. Thank you, Shane. Thanks, Shane. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye now.